Have you developed a habit of hiding from others rather than a habit of hiding in God? Well, today in the spacious room, I'm going to unpack how you can keep hiding in God rather than hiding from others. So let's get into it. Experiencing a small contained faith? Tired of settling for less? Well, this podcast is going to help you live out your faith in a spacious room. Because you were made for bigger things. Hello there and welcome to another episode of The Spacious Room and today I'm going to be talking about the habit of hiding. Yes, we're going to get into um, 1 Samuel and we're going to talk about how King David was a shepherd boy first and how the habit of hiding actually helped him throughout his kingship, if that's a word, kingship. (laughs) So let's set the scene. David right? He's minding his own business, tending to the sheep and and the prophet Samuel arrives at the scene and um, because he's got to anoint one of Jesse's sons to be the next king. And David is obviously out uh, looking after the sheep and Samuel looks at all the sons of Jesse and he goes, are these all the sons you have? And this is the classic line from the prophet Samuel, right? Um, when you read the biblical narrative of this story of how King David got anointed when he was a kid, um, but he was a shepherd at the time, and it took him a long time to become king, and you'll see why soon. <clears throat> but I'm quite sure if it was left up to David's brothers, because they were big, strong, warrior-looking um mighty men um you know if it was left up to them they would have totally took on the mantle of being a king um but David and he would have stayed he would have stayed hidden David would have stayed hidden um but after realizing he was going to be the one anointed as the next king um his brothers suddenly was like oh I wish he had stayed hidden maybe (laughs) but Even though David was hiding, God saw him and he saw him and he's like, this is the one. He's like saying to Samuel, this is the one. Um, Because he's like, don't look at the outside appearance. God looks at the heart. So, however, David, even though he was indeed pulled from the sheep pen, right, so to speak, of obscurity, um, he wasn't there when all the other of Jesse's sons were there. And then Jesse suddenly went, oh. Oh, that's right. I've got another son. He's out in the field somewhere. And Samuel's like, we're going to wait until he comes. Um, and before he he got pulled from obscurity and, and pushed into the bright lights of his destiny, David developed a habit of hiding and it went right throughout his life. And interesting, before Samuel says the famous line in the story, you know, are these all of your sons? David's brothers were set apart and anointed before David because in 1 Samuel 16 verses 1 to 5, the prophet Samuel 
He arrives in Bethlehem to search out who the Lord has chosen to become the next monarch um, after King Saul. Because Samuel hasn't been told at this point that it is going to be the shepherd boy, David. And the Lord said to Samuel, take a heifer with you and say, I have come to sacrifice to the Lord. Invite Jesse to the sacrifice and I will show you what to do. You are to anoint for me the one I indicate. And Samuel did what the Lord said. Then he consecrated then he consecrated Jesse and his sons and invited them to the sacrifice. So every single one of Jesse's sons was blessed and anointed by the prophet. Well, <coughs> everyone except David. And why was he left out? How could his father Jesse forget him? How could he go, oh, that's right. I've got another son. Because to be consecrated means to be sanctified. And and to be sanctified means you are anointed. So why in this part of the story, and we tend to miss this because we're all into the anointing and Samuel anoints David with the with the uh, horn full of oil. But but when we read that his Jesse and his sons were consecrated before why is David left out? Why in this part of the story is he kept out of sight? It was only after God said, you see, this is my paraphrase, okay? This is, it's like God said, Samuel, you, you see this lineup of auditions for the role as king, right? Well, well, look at all these, all these big strapping men. Well, it, it's none of these, uh, or words to that effect. And Samuel then obviously says the famous line, yes, we say it all together, are these all of your sons? And when you read the whole of David's story, he always seems to be getting left out. However, it was his habit of hiding that was the real secret in sustaining his calling as king. Now, I understand that hiding Calls your name when you're feeling the pain of wounding. I have got that T-shirt and I, I, I'm sure you have too because wounding makes you want to hide and it entices you to shrink back, stay small because at some point you felt left out, you felt forgotten or you felt devalued. And I want you to know that when I had a prophecy spoken over me when I was 15 years old, if you read my book, Wounded on the Run, you will, you will read the whole prophecy of what was spoken over me. I was in hiding when that prophecy was spoken over me. And that's what I'm saying about David. He, even though he's in the, in the, um, looking after the sheep, God still saw him and he pulled him out. Because when I was anointed by God for leadership when I was 15, when he, he pointed me out, set me apart for what he had called me to do. He said, this is the one. And and I wasn't hiding in a field tending to sheep like David. I was in a church service, but I was hiding. And I was hiding in the back row with my friend. And, and my rebellious teenage attitude, it didn't stop and it didn't even phase God when he singled me out and he spoke directly into my destiny. And although God had anointed me, let me assure you, dear friend, it took 
a few painful decades, yes, decades, I'm talking years, to kick the habit of hiding from God and from others to trust God enough to allow myself to become hidden in him. But hey, that's another podcast for another day. But what I want to say to you today, my friend, is is developing the habit of hiding is a good thing. And all my introvert listeners are just shouting hallelujah at the moment. They're like, yes, hiding is a good thing. We're not all extroverts. And I'm not either. I'm I'm probably an ambivert, you know, a bit of bit of both. Like sometimes I'm an introvert, sometimes I'm an extrovert. It depends what setting I'm in. And and all the ambiverts are like, yes, that's me too. But the habit of hiding is it it's seen all over David's life. And if you read his whole story, you can see it. And and he learned to live for years in the depths of the deepest, darkest caves, because unfortunately, King Saul was not happy with David that he was going to take over him being king and he chased him down and and I'm sure like me you can relate to what happened to David because Saul was so jealous of David's anointing that it marred David's kingship and throne for the rest of his days however it was the habit of hiding that sustained David And the habit of hiding from others who are not so excited about your anointing, about your calling, about God bringing you out of obscurity and shining a spotlight on you because he's saying you are the one that I want to to work through to help other people can feel like a, a gravitational pull as you struggle to stand in the light of your calling when everything inside of you wants to turn around and flee because then all of a sudden you're out in the open and you want to just run and hide. And it's tough when you felt your enthusiasm about something get flattened, your heart gets steamrolled over until you're grasping for air because some, for some reason or another, someone doesn't like the fact that God said, mm, and this is the one, this is the one I choose. And I know because I developed a habit of hiding. And I've been the one who's been left out. I've been looked over. I've been forgotten. I've been devalued and I have been discarded because of people not happy that God has anointed me for, for what I, I get to do, for leadership. However, through these decades of hiding from others, I've learned to develop the habit of hiding in God, just as David did. And that's different from hiding from God. And David's poetic prose in the Psalms is, I mean, it's the stuff of legends, right? And these marvellous masterpieces have inspired many a hidden hero who has let David's praise and his laments towards the glory and majesty of God wash over their weary, broken hearts. Because the emotional roller coaster that David takes each hider on in the Psalms develops a habit of hiding in God and not from others. And it can be caught, it can be taught and caught no other way. And it's the hiding that guides your steps towards fulfilling the calling you've been anointed for. Because God's saying it's no more hiding. Don't hide from others, just hide in me. But we must be careful that 
that the habit of hiding does not turn into hiding from everything and becomes a pattern, a routine of staying hidden because others have felt intimidated by us, by our anointing, and they get jealous, and so it makes you want to shrink back and hide. But David only learnt the habit of hiding in God while he was hiding in the caves because of King Saul's jealousy over him taking his place as king. And God will still use your hiding to help develop your character, to help you, um, because sometimes our character doesn't match our anointing and our calling. We have to sometimes grow into that. However, David, eventually, he did become king. Even after all that hiding in the caves, he, he, he became king. For his hiding, it did not stop the calling on his life. And some people need to hear that. All your hiding, you think, well, that's it. I'm finished. It's done. God has passed me by. He called me out and I just ran and hid. No, it, his, his words are irrevocable. Once, once God says something... That's it. It it comes into being. It happens. What we've got to do, we've got to learn to step into it and believe and trust and on the promise that he's given us. And you know what? All the hiding that David did, it it didn't dry up the oil that Samuel had anointed him with in front of his father when he was a kid, in front of his older brothers. And when God says and he points at you and goes, this is the one. This is the one I choose. You know, it does you no good to develop a habit of hiding, of running away because others chose to not see your anointing on your life and they mistreated you because of it. But know this, God has chosen you. And you know what? God never makes mistakes. So today, my friend, if you've developed a habit of hiding from others rather than a habit of hiding in God, I highly recommend to start reading some of David's Psalms and it's going to help you step up and step into your destiny. Just don't let others cause you to develop a habit of hiding. I did it and I did it for way too long and uh, not that my calling ever went away it's just I had to learn to step into it and it took a lot of years for me to finally go you know this is who I am this is who God has called me to be and like Queen Esther in Esther 414 and she you know she's if you read the story of Esther it's amazing but if she she had to step up and step in. She couldn't shrink back and hide. She was scared too. If you read all about the Bible characters, they're always scared. And, you know, I mean, how many times does God say in the Bible, be strong and courageous? Come on, have courage. You can do it. You know, because like Esther, our Queen Esther, you have been anointed and you have been called out, my friend, for such a time as this. Because... You can't help anyone with your calling and your anointing when you keep hiding in those caves, right? So today, what has caused you to develop a habit of hiding from others? Because they are jealous of your calling. How do you think a habit of hiding in God is going to help you, just like David, to fulfill your destiny? And I hope this helps today and I'll see you next time. 
Thanks for listening. To catch all the latest from me, you can subscribe to my website, thebigvoiceonline.com, or follow me on Instagram, Wendy J. Parker Writer. See you soon.